That reminds me of a clockwork orange. I started watching. I wanted to love that movie so much. And then I found out like what happens, like a lot of throw up. Oh, was there a lot of throw up in there? Well, like the description I read said something like. It doesn't matter. The what I read made me think that there was like tons of vomit in it because it was like. Exposure, not exposure therapy, but like when they make you like throw up to. Oh, maybe. But do you know what I'm talking about where they hold his eyes open and they make him watch a thing? Oh, no. And they keep putting drops in it for like him blink. But yeah, they they hold his eyes open. No way. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's been a long time since I've watched it. I would love to watch it, but. Same dude who made The Shining. Okay. Stanley Kubrick. Nice. You're listening to the Straight Crooked Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> it is 7 a.m. And it is a good morning. <laughs> it's exhausting. I know. I think we're both just so exhausted right now. I'm in my, like, delirious state. Mm-hmm. I, I hit that, like, sweet spot of just enough sleep that... I mean, not really sleep, but you're awake, you know? Mm-hmm. I didn't quite get deep enough into sleep that I had a hard time waking up for once, so. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You didn't have a hard time getting up this morning? No, but I did have, um, my nightmares have gone away, but I had a very bizarre dream <laughs> that you? I was outside. There was this big structure it was green like a plastic like a plastic dinosaur but it was huge like a skyscraper yeah and there was someone on it like up at the top trying to like put a piece into it like another attachment on it and oh my god it was actually like my stomach hurts thinking about it all of a sudden they jump up to like put the piece into its spot lose their footing slip they're falling down 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 they land on the ground beside me on the concrete beside me are they dead no but in my dream i actively cannot bring myself to look like i'm freaking out i'm turned this way i'm trying to find my phone (laughs) and then i hear them get up and scream please put me And they're running around screaming. I guess it's their adrenaline or whatever. But they had just fallen from like many stories up and like splatted oh, right beside no. me. Oh, no. It's so scary. Like, I did not want to look over there. Even in my dream, I knew. Do not see what's going on over there. So uh, watch out for anyone climbing on anything. I don't know what the dream meant, but I don't want to be a part of any of that. <laughs> <laughs> also if you want to hear a continuation of my dream the next part flashed to uh i was in tristan's apartment which i've never actually been to her little like dorm thing Mm -hmm. and she asked me what dating apps are out there so i told her oh like hinge i guess immediately she downloads it invites a guy over it's this precious little guy in a big sweater but something told me 
that I needed one I was gonna leave because I didn't want to like cramp her style like she's trying to hang out mm-hmm. whatever and then as I was going to leave something told me like man has a knife under his sweater and he's going to commit a stabbing and then I didn't know like I wanted to get out of there because I was scared but I didn't want to leave her in there with him either I didn't know what to do so I just woke up <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, it's bad. I hate dreams like that. Right? Always you feel unsettling like... feeling. Oh my god, that's the word I was about to use. How fun. Oh, really? Yeah, very mm-hmm. unsettled. Because, I don't know, the nightmares are scary, but it's almost sometimes worse just feeling unsettled. Because you're like, is this like a warning? Does this mean something? Do I need to be on edge all the time? Because I feel like I do. Maybe. I feel like I live on edge all the time. <laughs> Honestly, for real. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, uh, before I get into my stuff, tell me how your birthday was. Oh, my God. We have birthday balloons. Aww. First off, let me say I have, like, attachment issues to objects. So um, I got gifted these wonderful balloons, and they've been living. I'm on my bed. So... I've been sleeping with balloons every night. <laughs> um, What? I don't know. Like, they just fit. They're in their own little space over there. So I'm like, yeah, these are cute. Let's keep them. Mm. Anyway. Sleeping with so, balloons. So <laughs> we, um, I know we talked about before the annoyance around birthdays and trying to plan things and how it always ends horribly so this year I decided no one's invited no one's coming to do anything um and I saw I happened to come across a tiktok like a month ago of this girl talking about all the freebies you can get on your birthday so I'm like well you know I've never tried that before so why not make an entire list Of all the things I can get for free and try to collect as many of them as possible. So, woke up. My plan was to go to Red Robin for lunch slash breakfast because it was the first meal of the day. And I had a coupon for a free burger. So, I'm like, oh my god, this is so fun. Like, let's do this. (laughs) And actually, Angie and the kids ended up surprising me there. She, I guess she coordinated with my mom. So, that Mm -hmm. was really sweet. And um, yeah, so we ate for a while and then me and my mom, I just wanted to like hang out with her for the day. We went on tour all around like Gwinnett County pretty much. Mm. So I got a free crumble cookie. Mind you, cannot eat all of this. Like I, I don't know why I attempted to get all of these things as if the goal was to be able to eat them all. Um, <laughs> Free crumble, crumble cookie free nothing bunt cake have you ever been there i have oh my god this was my first time really to die for yeah what kind of cake did you get pumpkin spice bunt cake oh nice and it's like it's like the The little mini yeah Yeah. oh so i still have some left i'm probably gonna have some for breakfast but um what else do we do cheesecake factory for dinner which the dinner was the most flavorful incredible thing i've had in a long time and i got the most basic things i got um cheeseburger spring rolls so it was a spring roll wrap 
Yeah. With food. I love those. You've had those? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I hadn't even heard of them until this week. They're so good. Mm-hmm. And the uh, macaroni bites, obviously, mm-hmm. which I will say was so much better than the ones at World of Beer. <laughs> really? Yeah. Which those are still good too. But um, yeah, so I got a free slice of cheesecake from them. We went obviously went to the mall because that's where Cheesecake Factory is. So I did like the little Sephora gift. I got her a free coffee at Cinnabon because I don't like coffee. And I got um four mini cinnamon rolls. <laughs> what else did I get? Oh, edible. Oh, my God. Edible arrangements gave me. I don't even know if it was a birthday gift or just like here's a signing up for the app gift. But um, it said come in for a free sweet treat. So I'm thinking like a singular chocolate covered strawberry or something, mm-hmm. right? Because they're very expensive. Mm-hmm. But we found a store. There was a really sweet worker there. You could tell she was all alone. We showed her the coupon. She went to the back for a while, came up front, and she goes, well, does it actually say what's supposed to be in it? And I showed her again. I'm like, no, like it doesn't say. It just says a free treat. And she's like, okay, so like what do you want? And I was also getting this one for my mom because she's like going around with me everywhere. I don't really care. I'm picky with fruit. So I asked her and she was like a chocolate covered strawberry. And the girl was just like, oh, okay. Went to the back, gave us an entire box, like a six pack of chocolate covered strawberries. Aww. Which I don't think she was supposed to do, but it was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else. If I think of any more, I'll let you know. But basically, tons of free samples couple of good meals and the main event of the day was going to see the era's tour concert movie how was it my god being there in person nothing will ever beat that because like it's taylor swift and i'm with you like for the first time ever i was with her in person but the movie oh my god it's it's gorgeous like you can see everything she is such a performer and i found myself choking back tears pretty much every other song (laughs) just being overwhelmed with it all and it's so goofy because like girl why are you crying during like blank space like that's not a song that you cry to but I was just so like I was overwhelmed with my love for her and I'm like look at how far she's come I have vivid memories of me being in my little trailer in 2006 with her debut cd Back up. Before I got the CD, we had On Demand. You remember On Demand on, like, Comcast and stuff? And you would just watch music videos because we didn't have social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. I stumbled upon the Our Song music video, and I used to watch it all the time. I'm like, this girl is so cool. Then I got her debut CD. I had this little stereo. It was silver with these big blue speaker fronts. I would just oh, put I that on that repeat. One. Was it flat? Did you actually? Huh? No, wait. Mine was flat. I thought we were so futuristic. Oh, like one of those. Okay, those were cool. No, <laughs> this was just like a cheap Walmart one. <laughs> but it was just, yeah, I was just thinking about that, like sitting there listening to her debut album and stuff. And it, I don't know, it's a very parasocial relationship, obviously, but it's just fun to think that I kind of, like I literally grew up with her. I didn't know that you uh, were into her when she was like a country artist oh my god yes in her yeehaw era i loved it really yeah and i think that's why she's such a big thing for me because there's very i mean actually i don't think there's any musical artist that i was there when the first 
album was happening and mm-hmm. take that back machine gun kelly i remember vividly getting his debut cd as well but the both of them obviously my love for taylor is a little more intense than machine gun kelly but mm-hmm. yeah even one direction like i i didn't know about them when they were actively on the x factor and stuff i discovered them like when their second album came out and then i went back and you know listened to the first one and stuff like that so I just got emotional, and my mom was over there falling asleep (laughs) during the movie, (laughs) and I'm over here, like, swallowing 17 times in a row to keep the tears from pouring down my face. (laughs) Were um, people, because I know you were saying people were going to be, like, dancing and stuff, were they? I was so scared of that, because I'm still seeing videos on social media to this day of them forming, like, these circles in the front and, like dancing and stuff luckily no no one in our theater was doing that the girls beside us um i knew it was going to be fine when we showed up and they had blankets draped over them because i'm like they're not they're not moving but they did sing a little bit but it wasn't like the movie was so loud it was like nothing but i think we picked a really good time we went at like 3 30 in the afternoon so there was a lot of open seats which i was thankful for because love people having a good time but i did not want to see everyone singing and dancing i just wanted to watch the movie mm-hmm. i'm glad that didn't happen for your sake i think Thank i'd you. be pretty pissed but i don't yeah. know how you could go watch a concert movie and not sing along to it that's fair <laughs> that's fair well the same thing happened in concert because i'm you know i'm like music is everything i'll take any opportunity to do like karaoke singing in the car whatever at her concert, I was so shocked that I was there in person. Like, it still doesn't feel real. That the whole time I was standing there just, like, intensely watching her. Like, I wasn't singing to the point where at the show, my mom was like, are you actually having fun? Like, are you okay? And I'm like, this is You're messed mesmerized. <laughs> yeah. Which, obviously, it was a little less at the movie because, like, I know she's not really there. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't want to disturb people, but I'll definitely sing along if it comes out on DVD or streaming services. Actually, I'm ready to go back to the theater to watch it again, as crazy as that sounds. No, I saw Bob's Burgers twice in the theater. Nice. I still have yet to see the actual movie. I think you started it one time when I was there. Last But I haven't seen it. It's curious. I'll watch it. Is it on streaming? It's on Hulu. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had this one day where I just kept restarting it. It just kept playing <laughs> over and over and over again. I love that. I've seen it so many times, but I've That's... also seen Bob's Burgers maybe like two hundred times all the way through. Yeah, that is your okay. thing. That um, I keep seeing when I go places, specifically Target and Five Below, the little like you know mystery things yeah and it's like a character mm-hmm. i keep seeing bob's burgers ones and i'm like at some point i'm just gonna i mean i don't know why i'm actually telling you this right now but i'm just gonna have to get all these things and like make something out of them there's so many things out there there are yeah no there's a lot um man you just unlock something for me oh when i was in miami with my friend amy i got a bob's burgers thing and I don't know where it is. <gasps> what was it? Like a keychain or something? It was a mystery thing. I think it was a pen. Like a stick pen. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to have to huh. find it. 
Dang. I think it was Teddy. I really like Teddy. Who's Teddy? I'm sorry. Handyman. Okay, I feel like I can kind of picture He him. reminds me of my grandpa. It's so, like, Aww. endearing and sweet. That is it so is. cute. Yeah, no, so I love him so much. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Um. so one thing that I wanted to talk about today, I actually have two cases that I wanted to get your input on. Okay. Um. So the first one, I'll save the most shocking one for last. Okay. So, the first one, there was just a trial happening most recently where um, it is a child. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Murphy just made an appearance. Um, <laughs> but it was a child abuse case. And um, so he he was actually found guilty. So I can say that he did do all these things because it was proven. But. He had his son in a room that deadbolted from the outside. The lights turned on from the outside. He had a mattress and a bucket (gasps) to use the bathroom in. But, like, nothing else. That's pretty much it. Hmm. And he, he was an adopted one out of, and I think they had other biological children as well. Um, and so anyway he was just the black sheep of the family but they're saying no no we weren't neglecting him we were trying to keep him safe and we were trying to keep our other children safe because of how horrible he is and so they actually called the the kid to the stand and you can tell like i could tell he was manipulative in some ways Mm -hmm. but it's just like sorry what happened um i sprayed murphy and then he ran away and then he crashed into something (laughs) so i didn't know if mike picked that up i did Um, not hear anything okay good um (laughs) but anyway as i was saying they called the kid to the stand but it's just like okay so is it really you know you're protecting your child or is this child abuse like right and of course it's freaking child abuse like Mm. You cannot do that to a child. I don't care how bad they are. Yeah. You can't do that. No. What was, was he claiming specific things that this kid was doing? Like threatening to hurt them or something? He was like skipping school. He had, which I don't know if you've ever heard of, reactive attachment disorder or RAD. It happens with a lot of adopted kids, especially if they came from a very hard biological home you know what i'm saying like right if they had seen some things or had been heavily abused they'll usually have rad and um so they can act out a lot um and they don't really form that attachment with their adoptive parents okay but i'm just like okay well when you adopt a child you take responsibility for that child i don't care how how they are how they behave right well just like what was that i think you know what i'm talking about the blogger the family oh blogger God, who adopted woman? the autistic boy yes and then gave him up just gave him away wait i don't think i know about that oh yeah no because his behaviors you know he was nonverbal and things like that and i mean he was only like two years old 
or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she got him when he was little. It'd be like, oh, I'm a special needs mom. Like, you know, whatever, whatever. And then when things started to get too hard for them, she literally gave him away. She gave him up. So that was like a performative thing on her part. She just wanted yeah. to be seen as like. Yeah, but it got too difficult for her. Wow. I'm trying to remember the name of that woman. I'll have to look it up. But yeah, no. That's and I'm just like, that's shocking. sickening. Yeah. How are you going to do that? Like, <sighs> clearly these people have like issues. They don't care. They don't understand whatever the deal is. But like, how could you do that? Like in your heart and your soul. No, like, hey, I'm going to give this kid a home and care for it. One, for how I'm perceived to the outside world. But then the second it's difficult, like, you don't get that choice. You can't just throw your kid away because it's a difficult time or it's not what you signed up for. It's so bizarre. (laughs) I've never understood. But speaking of kids, this is a little off topic, but um, this has been going around the internet today. Uh, Britney Spears is releasing a book. I don't believe it's been released oh, yet. Oh, are you talking about Justin Timberlake? Yeah. Have you heard about that? I just, I saw it in passing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> that I saw it in passing where it was like Justin Timberlake, you know, she had an abortion when she yeah. lived with him. And like, she said oh. it was like one of the hardest things to this day that she's been through and so people are speculating now that her song every time is about that baby and not about justin and apparently if you watch the video there's like a hospital scene i've never actually seen the video myself i've just seen clips going around i watched it but it's been some years yeah i just thought that was crazy too but i'm i'm so here if if britney is truly free and like doing everything her own will right now i'm all for her telling everything like expose everyone honey because they did her so dirty yes they have the media everybody everybody Mm -hmm. did her wrong yeah sorry i just had when you said baby it made me think of that yeah no i think well i mean that's pretty much all i had on that case anyway Oh, okay. Um, so you said so he was convicted way. of child abuse. He correct? was found guilty, yes. Okay. Um, but I guess they severed the trial for the mom. Or what? like, I don't know. You would think that they would try him together. Right. Hmm. So I don't know. That is quite interesting. Hmm. I don't understand with that either. How can you claim like, oh, it's for everyone's safety. Like, regardless you don't put someone in a locked room with a bucket and a mattress like come on and the lights being controlled yeah from the outside and right that's nuts like, come on i am a firm believer with things like that especially involving kids whoever is doing it to the kid should have that done to them so let's lock him in a room with no lights and a mattress and a bucket well i mean i'm pretty sure that's how prison's gonna be (laughs) (laughs) okay fair it's the equivalent i get it now (laughs) thanks thanks for um putting that into perspective for a second i thought you i don't know why i thought you were gonna be like an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind (laughs) 
<laughs> no. <laughs> People like that should definitely go to jail. Yeah. No, not that I thought that you didn't think that. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. Is it Monday? It's Wednesday. <laughs> I'm shocked. Feels like Monday. Monday is, fe- I mean, it's felt like Monday yesterday. Yeah. And today, probably tomorrow. I don't know. Every day is Monday. Every day is Monday. Are you making this up right now? Um, do you know that I had a fortune cookie for breakfast? <laughs> I didn't. Didn't know that. And my fortune says, sorry. <laughs> Does it say sorry? <laughs> Any doubts you have will soon disappear. Mm. I wonder what you're doubtful about. So many things right now. <laughs> oh my god. Is it fine to just go off topic for a second? Yeah. So, as you know, I have quite a few events coming up. And then I had the whole, like, dessert escapade for my birthday. So I ordered some Skims dupe off of Amazon. Bro. Like, um, the just the body, not the kind that, like, goes down to your leg or whatever. But, um... I went to go order it, like, you click on Amazon, and the product pulls up, and it's like, it can be delivered tomorrow type deal, right? I failed to realize that was not my size that was able to be delivered. So when I click my size, the one that I wanted, it's like, you know, the tank top that goes, it's like a leotard thing. Mm-hmm. But it's the brief kind, because I don't like a string up my butt. Mm-hmm. My size cannot be delivered until November, so I had no choice but to order the thong. It should be here any hour now, and I'm not looking forward to it. And so I'm doubtful about that, for one. <laughs> Just wear underwear underneath it. <laughs> Give That's it what I was thinking. Yeah, I have these, like, little, um, I got them from the Halloween shop one time, tiny little shorts that are skin-colored. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'll just, I'll just slap those on underneath and call it a day. <laughs> But I'll um, update with a review if Amazon Skims dupe is good or not. <laughs> Which I'm like, okay, dupe is going to be like $20, right? No. This was like 43 four, something around that area. And I'm like, I should have just like bought real Skims at this point. Mm-hmm. But I think those are like 80 so maybe not. I don't know. Not too sure about that. I wouldn't buy anything to support the Oh, I the forgot. Kardashian empire. I totally forgot. Well, this one doesn't. Yeah. Because it's fake. So, even though I love the Kardashians. I know you do. <laughs> also, one more thing, because this has been playing in the back of my mind since you mentioned that you would put Bob's Burgers on and then just keep replaying mm-hmm. it. Because the, the last movie I can remember doing that with is Sausage Party. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were on a kick for a while. And I was reminded, actually, I'm looking at them now over there. The first time I ever went to Charleston, I went into, like, one of those candy stores or whatever. And at the mm-hmm. very back, they had, like, this discount rack. I have four Sausage Party character stuffed animals. Mm-hmm. Um, I have 
the bagel, the taco, the lady hot dog bun, and the little hot dog that's got its head kind of mm-hmm. goof. Michael Sarah's hot dog. <laughs> and um, on that trip, this was in sometime in high school, I decided I was going to make berry, which is Michael Sarah's sausage. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I decided no. I was gonna make him an Instagram account and take him on adventure. So like I took pictures of him at like cookout at the beach in Charleston. Like we did everything together. And he has his poor little arm is broken because it's meant to be like shapeable and it's detached at the shoulder. So the one arm just kind of flops everywhere. <laughs> But since I was on such a sausage party kick like a month or two ago, I was like, why not revive Barry's adventures, but maybe like on TikTok this time and like take him to the 1975, take him to Sal, take him to the Kiss concert. Like, why not take Barry on some more adventures while he still has some life left in him (laughs) and share it with the world? You should do that. And make fun little TikTok. I think I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to do that. Um, I will like the other ones, not that I don't care about them, but they're just they just don't have that like place in my heart. Like the taco's cute, the bun is cute, the bagel's cute. But it's Michael Sarah sausage. Like <laughs> I think I need to stop saying that. I know you love Michael Sarah. Oh, I do. Oh, here's a question for you, it just popped into my head. Do you um keep up with SNL? I haven't this season. I think there's only one episode out so far. But they took it off Hulu. It's only on Peacock yeah. now. Yeah. Which I didn't realize. Um, thank God for YouTube. But uh Pete Davidson was the special guest. Oh, was and he? yeah, he did you know the I'm just Ken song? Yeah. He did I'm just Pete and it was like a whole song about himself incredible you have to look it up on youtube after this and watch it it's so good and then the other skit that i love so taylor swift was actually there she introduced ice spice as the musical guest but she wasn't like in the show Mm -hmm. um but they did this whole skit of like the nfl announcers trying to talk about football and they go to their like field announcer whatever and it's p davidson in his eras tour like sweatshirt he's got a pink cowboy hat and he's like no sign of blondie like he's so mad that taylor's not at the game and it's hilarious because it's like the first like skit about her that i can remember that's like respectful like not making fun of her dating history this and that it was just like so it was because she was at the game and they kept showing shots of her right like right yeah yeah, that's it was really good though (laughs) i quite enjoyed those Okay, so this next case I wanted to talk about happened back in the 70s. Ooh, okay. And uh, so anyway, there was this woman, she was a teacher, very, very basic looking woman, right? Mm-hmm. Back in the 70s, you know. Yeah. She, uh, she was a teacher, she had a child, and her and her child were um, leaving... I don't know, the store or something one day. And they were getting in their car and they were held up by a man. And so the man forced them into the car. And he starts driving them around. 
and he ends up he stops somewhere at a park and there is a little kid you know what i'm saying a little kid mm-hmm. playing with his friends and he's just naturally curious so he walks over there to see what they're doing you know and so the mom is there with her little girl still scared you know for their lives yeah and so anyway fast forward he takes her to his home puts her and her daughter in a closet where they stay for the next six weeks or so oh my god when they get home they get to the house and she's like why are you doing this like do you want money what do you want he was like you really don't remember me do you and she was his math teacher 15 years ago (gasps) what yeah he had been stalking her for the whole entire time why he loved her he wanted to be with her oh my god yeah so she worked to like gain his trust a little bit more so she could be let out during the day and all that stuff but it was like they were a family like it was his wife you know that is so bizarre and so you know they're locked in this closet for most of the time and one day she sees a dry cleaner receipt with the address on it so she's like oh and so she had her and her daughter memorize it and then they tore up the receipt because they were like if he finds this you know he's gonna know that we know yeah and uh so one day he just went off to work and that's when they took their their chance to be able to escape and they called 911 and sent him to the address so they both made it out alive yeah but um the little boy who went to go check on them he killed him (gasps) left him yeah like that day yeah that day oh my my god he like brought him home and no i think he killed him right there because i think he got him in the car or whatever yeah and then he just killed him and left him for for dead there holy moly well that was i was gonna say like i mean horrible that this happened but like thank god it was him being in love with the teacher and not like having some vendetta for like a bad grade or something you know because then like she made it out alive and her kid but that poor little boy i know yeah that's crazy it's just a kid like i feel i don't know like oh god people are nasty they really are it's disgusting and like for 15 years yeah to do this how do you hold on to something like that for 15 years like get over it and like she doesn't even remember who you are right oh that would send me over the edge (laughs) (laughs) if you were a stalker (laughs) (laughs) and then you show your face they're like i don't even know you like what do you mean oh my god i love hearing about all these like little cases that i wouldn't otherwise hear about if you didn't tell me (laughs) Because I don't, not, I mean, I know crime is everywhere, but when you're just thinking about the bigger picture, you're like, okay, Dahmer, Bundy, Gacy, but you don't think about like these like little things that the happen. one-offs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the spirit of Halloween. Ooh, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. In the spirit of spooky season, I'm going to read a scary story. Oh, God. From creepypasta.com. I can't wait to hear this. 
Yeah. And actually, the title is, I found a letter from my stalker. How fitting. Oh, okay. We're doing stalking this episode. I guess so. Have you ever stalked anyone? Never stalked anyone. Okay. And I'm just like, nobody would ever stalk me, but I guess it could happen to anybody, really. <laughs> it could, and I would be so scared. I don't even want to think about that. I know. It's like somebody watching all the time. Creepy. I don't even like being perceived, you know? Like, don't, yeah, don't stalk me. <laughs> By the way, I didn't read this beforehand. That makes it even better. You're like, what's happening? I know. Okay. I don't want to read this anymore. You don't like it? No. Maybe I'll maybe I'll just pick one out right now that's slight short. Okay. The Disposition of Dead Flesh, written by Ooh. Cassandra V. Wyatt. I often find myself pondering dead flesh. No, it's not some weird fetish and I'm not crazy. You could say it's a matter of absolute necessity, but we'll get to that later. Over a very short period of time, I have drawn several conclusions regarding dead flesh. These conclusions force me to discard the movie depictions of dead flesh and accept the real thing. Here they are. <laughs> dead flesh is, first and foremost, nothing more than meat is no longer infused with the functioning elements of life. Without a beating heart, blood flow comes to a halt. It stills, cools, and begins to settle in the extremities, eventually causing reddish-purple discoloration of the skin. That's called lividity, by the way. Nice. Anyway... <laughs> Though it takes the body some years to completely decompose, signs of degeneration are quite apparent within hours and days after death, such as the process of li liquefaction Ew. That, process <laughs> that reduces your insides into foul gas resulting in massive bloating. The skin will also blister and slit. As we all know, gas must be released and with the dead flesh, and once that happens, the putrid internal fluids are also released, left to run and pool where they may. Delicious. <laughs> Even before it gets to that point, the flesh has already served as a smorgasbord for millions of maggots. I could go on, but I won't. Thank you. <laughs> Those are just some of the technical details, but the bottom line is that dead flesh is nothing short of disgusting. It's spongy, rotten, and grossly soft like an apple with a brown spot that breaks up into reveal mush when you press it with your finger. Ew. Mm -mm. I like Ew. that. It's revoltingly moist and slimy and stinks of unearthed graves. I know all of this firsthand. As I stated before, I'm neither a fetishist or crazy, but I am trapped in my boarded up home now surrounded by an impossibly huge zombie horde. Unaware of current events, I was caught off guard and failed to prepare. Two found their way in through my open back door, but I managed to dispense them rather easily. However, with no fortifications, my home was, not, was vulnerable and not likely to prevent the throng of dead that pressed against every door and window from eventually finding their way inside. I'm sitting in the corner of my living room with my 9mm in my hand and what's left of my bullets on the floor beside me. The bodies of two zombies I killed lie no more than three feet away. I can see their bruised and necrotic skin and the damp places in their clothing where body fluids leaking, were leaking through. I saw the opening in their heads where the bullets had torn through and decayed sludge that used to be their brains. One was directly facing me, his mouth open in a grimace, revealing broken and bloody teeth. His arms were outstretched as though reaching for me. Rotted tissue slid away to reveal skeletal bone. I glanced down and saw viscous ooze shaped like fingerprints where I had been grabbed earlier. 
I could still hear the groaning as they entered, their hisses of hunger, or maybe anger, at being dead. Their reeking stench lingers in the air, so overpowering, I can taste it. It invades my nostrils and coats my tongue, causing my stomach to clench as I fight back the acid that burns its way into my throat. Good thing they didn't throw up. <laughs> There's a loud crash as the sheer weight of the horrid forces the front door open and the dead pour in. The stages of decay varied from the freshly dead to those gone weeks before. Some walked, others shambled, their limbs twisted, and in some cases, broken. Tattered flesh and rancid slurry trailed behind him, behind them, leaving stinking pools of brown muck on my white-tiled floor. I watched them approach. They were no longer living, yet whatever it was that drove them to be seen beyond the veil of undead flesh. It was like a battery that carried a perverse charge, creating an army of bitter and misshapen creatures whose only thought was to devour the flesh of whatever they encountered. That would be me if I allowed it, but that was not the plan. I didn't have enough bullets to cut down on the advancing mass, but then I only needed one to ensure I wouldn't end up like them. I raised my gun and placed it against my eye socket. I couldn't be 100% sure this, this would work. But I had read once that this is a better place to fire a lethal shot than under the chin. As the first zombie reached for me, its fingertips grazing my cheek, I pulled the trigger. I no longer need to contemplate dead flesh. I now understand it far better than I ever have. It's been about two weeks since the gun misfired and my living flesh became tasty tidbits for the horde in my living room. They didn't eat me down to the bone, which I think would have been preferable, but left enough for me to be resurrected as one of them. I started out as meat. Now I walked with the dead in search of meat. I have little control over my legs, so my gait is awkward and shambling. I reek to high heaven, and the unforgettable bloating has caused uncomfortable bloating, has caused my eyes to protrude from their sockets. My skin, what's left of it, has already begun to blister and slides off every time I come into contact with something. It's far from a comfortable existence. This is not four minutes. Anyway, I have learned that the awful moaning and groaning that issues from decayed vocal cords have less to do with the inability to speak, but everything to do with the intense pain involved in the process of decomposition. No one living could know the agony of feeling every organ and cell dissolve in a fetid soup that sloshes around inside your slowly stretching skin. Nor could they know the anguish torment as those same fluids leak through the widening fissures of that same skin. Ew. Imagine for a moment, if you can, the tortured feeling of rotting ligaments and tendons that elongate until they finally give way to the body part they finally they once held in place, either dangles from a strand of sinew or just falls off completely. A zombie's existence is nothing but excruciating pain that can only be temporarily numbed through the... Oh man, I lost my spot. Oh no! Oh. That can only be temporarily numbed through the consumption of live flesh, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the true disposition of dead flesh. That was weird. I didn't care uh, for it. What? Oh, you didn't like it? I didn't care for it. It just made me think of, um, like, zombie apocalypse. Like, I'm scared because, like, the, I feel like The Walking Dead gave me the knowledge to know what I would need to do to survive, but... I don't know that I would want to. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to fight for my next I don't want to survive. Meal. No. Right. And I think we've had this conversation before, but... Have we? Okay. Yeah. But yeah. no. I want to be the first one to go. Y'all just take me out. 
Right. Because like what you're going to, you're fighting every single day just to live. And for what? Mm -hmm. The world is still what's happening and there's zombies everywhere. Yeah. What are you going to do? Right. Rebuild. the No, no. Half your group is going to get killed off if you even have a group. And you're going to be on the run constantly. Like, but I don't know. I kind of liked the imagery of that. Like, it, I, I could visualize it in my head as you were reading it. And that was nice. Really? I mean, I, I think I was, was too nice, focused on reading it out loud to visualize anything. <laughs> that makes sense. No, I picture like the whole room and everything. Maybe I'll come with a story next week and see okay. if you can visualize that. Okay. Didn't you say, how did you find out what creepypasta was? Okay, so I was in a high school, um, what's it called? Like the, the morning announcements class, the video class. God, what's it called? <laughs> they didn't just do morning announcements, but you know, like- Like AV club almost. Yes, yeah, it was like that. I had that class and I was assigned to do a final project, which was any type of video, mini movie, whatever of our choosing. And I was working with these two guys and- we were kind of in the same friend group. They're very intelligent. And they were like, well, why don't we do like a creepy pasta and blah, blah, blah. I've never heard the words creepy pasta before in my life. So I'm like, yeah, for sure. Like that sounds cool. Let's do it. Um, They didn't give me any context as to what it meant either. So one of them was like, well, I don't want to copy like someone else's story. And I said, well, we don't have to make it pasta. It can be anything we want. Like, <laughs> When they were saying creepy pasta, I was picturing like a creepy pot of pasta in the kitchen, and maybe there was some story around that. Um, so I was telling them, you know, like, hey, we we don't have to do pasta; it's fine. It and... can be creepy pizza, right? <laughs> and they, uh, yeah, they were amused by that, and they were like, "Oh no, that is not what that means." When you said creepy pasta, though, I was thinking about the um, flying spaghetti monster. The Pastafarian religion. Oh, with the... What are those things called on their heads? No. Is it a strainer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Or a colander? (laughs) Yeah, which I I almost said a cauldron. I don't even know what that is. A witch's brew. Oh. (laughs) A cauldron. No, but yeah. Worship the flying spaghetti monster. Slay for that, I guess. I don't know what what their actual like tenets are of their religion. Know. Maybe we should look into that and and dive in on an episode. Yeah, Maybe I feel we'll like it's something like one. yeah, I feel like it's something like Satanism where it sounds like something but it's really not right. What you yeah. think it is? I'll see if we can track one down and see if they want to do an interview or something, and we could just ask them all the questions about it. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. You think we're going to be able to find a Pastafarian? I don't... I mean, hey, anything's possible. Maybe they don't believe in internet, though, so maybe not. I don't know. You have to believe in the internet to believe in a flying <laughs> spaghetti monster. Sorry. That's fair. That is fair. Well, that's all I've got. All right. I think this has been a pretty good episode. Yeah. I feel tired as shit. (laughs) I I just need to say this. um, And everyone, I don't know, people might start trying to analyze it. And it's not going to come out right now because I'm being aware of what's happening. 
my O's, so for words like no, going, that kind of thing, what I can only describe is I'm assuming some kind of South Carolina thing happening to them because I've listened to too much Danny McBride and apparently the two times I watched the Buster Murdaugh thing, he says it, his words kind of similar and I've noticed, not now, like, because I'm actively saying noticed. I can't recreate it. But, like, when I'm just talking really Notice. fast, it comes out like, yeah, kind of something like that. It's been coming out like that. And I'm like, honey, what are you doing? Anyway, I just, I heard it. And <laughs> no. that's why I had to say it. <laughs> yeah, something like <laughs> I just had to think of Buster. And then I knew yeah. what you were talking about. And Danny is a little more toned down than Buster is, but. I've got that little, 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 why can I never talk when I'm trying to talk? I have like a twinge, a twang, whatever you a call twang. it. A yeah. twang, yeah. popping in that I've noticed, that I've noticed. So I'm going to be. Noticed. <laughs> You're making my armpits sweat. I'm sorry. It's okay. I don't know how I can make your armpits sweat from 200 miles away. <laughs> whatever. Woo! Yeah, this is a good episode. Well, I'm glad you think so. I'm just, I feel so tired that I can't even gauge it. Yeah. It's done. It'd be like that. It'd be I, like that. I don't know why I said that, but it do be like that. It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I guess that concludes our episode for this week. Be sure to subscribe and follow. Five-star review. Five-star review. And dance. Dance. I want you to dance today. Just dance. Just dance today. Gonna be okay. Yeah. Oh. I thought you saw something. (laughs) I was like, what's happening? Nope. Just Sal. Hi, Sal. Hi, Sal's nose and lips. Do we look like twins? No. Okay, that's too bad. Anyway, <laughs> you have anything to add? No. Um, except for thanks for listening to the Straight Crooked podcast. <laughs>